0: A Lifetime original podcast. I brought my Kindle to the hospital when I was delivering. And I read at the hospital. What, like between contractions? Post-baby, I read. <laughs> it's like, oh, got a real page turner, but you don't turn the pages on Kindle, you just tap it. Got a real page tapper here.
1: <laughs>
0: I love a Lifetime movie. And then I thought, maybe they're vampires.
2: I just said,
0: W-U-T, what? Take one of these champagne bottles, bonk yourself
2: on the head. This is crazy that Megan's the smart one and the hot one. Who goes swimming after a funeral?
0: That isn't a post-funeral activity. Give me my gun. I want to bash it with a gun. If you're in a rowboat at night, jump overboard and get out of there.
1: (laughs) Rachel was happiest when she was here. And I'm a mess without her. My mom's crazy and I have nothing left. Nothing, truly. And I just feel like if I could if I could just be here, I could just be a little bit closer to her right now. And I am just asking you, woman to woman, please just, just give me a shot. You are very beautiful.
0: Let's
2: try her out tonight. See how she does. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie, because that's a fact. I do. And so does my co-host, the inimitable, the sketch actress, comedian extraordinaire, Miss Megan Gailey. Megan, explain why I just called you a sketch actress.
0: Why you got to do this to me? <laughs> well, because I was booked to do like panel on something, which is like you talk as yourself. Listeners, you know, I got that covered. And then they were like, we're going to have you be in this sketch instead. So mama had to pivot, I had full uh, green face, full green makeup. What? Was playing, was playing the bad witch, to which my dad, who my parents are here, my dad said, wow, what a stretch.
2: <laughs> Jeff with the zingers.
3: Must have been
0: hard to get into the character. So that's always fun. And then they asked me 7,000 questions. I mean... Parents, they got a lot of questions, Naomi.
2: Oh, wait, your parents ask you. Okay, so for the listener, Megan's parents are in town. Okay, at the time of our recording, Megan has Peggy and Jeff here. Okay, they're here. They're tending to Conrad. They're looking really cute on the main, pictures upon pictures. However, yes, when your parents come into your life, the life that you've established, the life in which you are controlled, they got a lot of questions. They've got things. Yeah. My mom sent me a text at 127. We signed on here at
0: 130. 127. Thanks. Line down, thanks for lunch. So it's one, it's one right. thought, but they're on two separate lines. Thanks for lunch! Exclamation point. Hi to Naomi. Hi, Peggy. Well, uh, yeah.
2: first of all, I can't imagine a mother thanking a child for a meal. That's huge. She just really loves you. She's so appreciative. Yeah.
0: Well, because I didn't even they like if I'm ordering stuff, and I can kind of do this with CJ too. I just order. I just know what they want. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I go. Yeah. They
0: li- and they like everything. I could have ordered them you know, shit between two pieces of bread. (laughs) And they would have said, delicious. But I ordered,
2: you know, I'm a good orderer. I can order for other people. I know, you do. You get salads. Yeah, you know what you're doing. You single-handedly got me into hamachi. Is that it? What did Mm -hmm. you get me into? No, ceviche. Ceviche. Ceviche, single-handedly. I know,
0: which honestly, I'm kind of like a drug dealer. And like, that's an expensive habit I got you into. (laughs) I could have gotten you into cookies.
3: And I'm like, no, here's
0: raw fish. Naomi,
2: how are you? Okay, well, you know, it's just been a lot. I'm preparing for things. At the time of our recording, Mythic Quest Season 3 is about to come out. Your girl's getting ready to... I'm, you're in a billboard! I saw Someone sent me a picture! I gotta see it! I gotta find it! A billboard is huge. I'm under Rob McElhenney's armpit. You cannot really see me, though, but I still think it counts. I saw you, and you're, like, falling? Uh-huh! Wow, big. Now, when
0: I had friends visit, they were like, LA has a lot of billboards. And I'm like, it's truly out of vanity. Like, we just need to see ourselves. And I've, I've never been on a billboard. But it's like, we just, I'm, oh, I worked on that. Oh, there's Naomi. Oh, I love them. Like, we, it's... They're almost, I don't even, they're almost like business cards. Like, they just (laughs) hand them out here
2: because they're like, oh, God, these thirsty folks. Well, we also know recently we have some friends who had a wedding where they got a billboard of their mothers. And so, you know, billboards really, I think they're more accessible maybe than we think. Or maybe we're crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I would never. But also, Megan, big news. So I just came from a fitting for the wedding dress. Mm. And basically not a fitting as much as I'm meeting with a tailor and we're making some changes. Now, I said making Uh a picture of this dress. Okay, you guys, we got a zipper issue. Okay. Meaning zipper doesn't all the way zip up.
0: Okay, and and all the way back we there there was a discontinued issue. Yes, this dress has been on a journey to get here.
2: Yes, yes, and you're making it work. And now we're doing some more. We're doing some real. We're changing some coloring of like the Mm -hmm. underlayer. Like I mean, she's getting in there. She is really, you know, she's doing some surgery. A female tailor, a black female tailor. (gasps) you're in good hands. You're in good hands. Sharni, say play it. Sharni, say play it. And she is like a real no-nonsense, because you know me, I walk in and try to make jokes. And she's like, what? You know, she's like, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. Just like, she's like, give me the fabrics. Let me see what's happening, you know? And I gave it to her. She's going to get in there. And she goes, this is going to cost you some money. Do you want to mm. spend some money? And I said, you know what? Mm. Yes. Because the dress was discontinued, you know when I got it on stillwhite.com. And then I can be done, and being done is good, and you did approve of the dress. Absolutely. So I said, you know what, Megan Gailey's approval. Also, you guys should also know that I'm also doing it at a venue Megan told me to look at, okay? The one and only venue. So basically, this whole wedding is the (laughs) Megan Gailey project. (laughs) I'm here to serve. Like, that's what, I I love weddings. I love
0: hearing the behind the scenes. I love talking about the vendors,
2: everything. (laughs) I love talking about vendors.
0: I do. I thought it would be something that would leave me once I had my own wedding. Yeah, It hasn't. It hasn't.
2: (laughs) It absolutely hasn't. I love it. Well, you know, I think of you, you are one of those women who just like, knows how to behave like like no. I You don't listen to me though absolutely not. no it's like you know the rules of etiquette you know the rules of society and culture like if if you had told me you read Miss Manners as a child I would believe you like you know that kind of stuff anytime I want to know a gift to give somebody I go Megan what should I do like Megan is just the kind of person That's who kind. understands the rules and how things need to be like looking and presenting and so I run things by her because me I'm just like I don't really care like I, kn- mm-hmm. I want things to look nice, but I don't really care enough to figure out how to do that. You know. Well, what I mean? s-
0: speaking of, did you get my flower <laughs> arranging party invite?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, this is going to have to be a special episode. I say we start a Patreon. <laughs> Megan has invited a group of women over to learn to arrange flowers, which is the whitest thing I've ever heard, and I cannot wait. I believe I was the first RSVP. I said I'll be there, and Andy was like, "Is this code for something?" And I go, "No, no, no! It's flower arranging. It's
0: arranging flowers. It's a skill I don't have." And and I I want the listeners to know I still behave like a feral animal uh, <laughs> and and say crazy things. And CJ and I were out to dinner with another couple the other night. We got in the car. I go, "I talk too much." He goes, "You did a lot of act outs." <laughs> So I'm not behaving properly, but I I was raised in a way where I know the quote unquote right things to do. Uh, oh, how are we going to segue to this film?
2: Well, I was going to say in a in a in a way I'm the Rachel, you're my Zoe. We're the Rachel Zoe. <laughs> we're, the Rachel Zoe Proj-
0: we're the Rachel Zoe project. We're the Rachel Zoe
2: project. You guys, this movie that we're here to talk to you about is called Nightclub Secrets. All right. Wow. And this is a throwback, 2018 <laughs> throwback. But you know what? It's got twisted and turns. And that's all we want in a Lifetime movie. TNT. Okay. So if you haven't seen it, here's the T. After the untimely passing of her older sister, Rachel, Zoe returns home to find her sister's death ruled a suicide. But something isn't adding up and Zoe takes it upon herself to find the truth. Now she'll need to infiltrate her sister's former employer in the world of high-end nightclubs as a bottle service girl to uncover what really happened that fatal night. Ah! I mean, this movie goes deep on bottle service. Every man is a creep, and even the good one. It's so creepy, and so we just need to get into it.
0: Mar Vista, we're back. <laughs> this is a Mar Vista back. joint. A Mar the Vista The lighthouse. You see, you see the ocean. Is there a lighthouse? I don't know. But Mar Vista, once we see Mar Vista, I say, settle back. Rest your head, little girl. <laughs> and then we see the remnants of what looks like the after scene of a party or a wedding. And they're trying to make like, oh, th- this must have been animals partying. There's like broken glasses and and bottles
2: and streamers and chairs flipped over and I go, looks normal to me. And also one thing my eagle eye caught, there is a bottle of wine called Bar Vista. And Thank I love you. when they give you an Easter egg like that.
0: Yes. And, and then there was like a ripoff Jack Daniels. It was like, Uh, It wouldn't have been Jim Beam No, No, it it would have been been like John
2: David Yes, yes It
0: was totally But it said like Kentucky bourbon And I'm like, okay, love it But it's not fun music playing It's very ominous music playing And then we see a very pretty brunette She runs into the scene She sees a bottle And then she writes a note to herself Sorry
3: I had to do this I know too much So it's better I just end it my way everyone will be in a better place happier with me gone i hope everyone understands love rachel
2: now i need you to know that this note is written on a napkin okay Mm -hmm. really quickly on a napkin which is why i am then so shocked when her next action is taking that bottle and basically making a molotov cocktail yeah so she can light the whole scene on fire Okay? Including herself. Well, this is interesting you say that because I thought you saw from her point of view a woman in a chair. Yeah. And I thought that was somebody else. But the way it's cut, you're like, okay, was that her or is that somebody else? You thought it was her. I thought it was somebody else. And quite frankly, that whole question is the crux of the film. Okay? It's the crux.
0: I am truly embarrassed. I did not clock that at all. I think because I was so astounded by trying to take your own life through setting yourself on fire, mm-hmm. which I've really only really ever seen in Game of Thrones <laughs> by a truly mentally deranged person, that I was like, what? Oh, this? There's got to be a better way. Take right. one of these champagne bottles, bonk yourself on the head. <laughs> like... And and the, and the body and the person sitting in a chair, like, it's like, there's no way. Right, there's right. no way she wouldn't have gotten up and, screw, like, been running across the lawn on fire. Right. That's right. what would have actually happened. And it's like one of those, it, I think it's a tented party. I wanted a tented wedding. It's very
2: expensive. Very expensive, these tents.
0: It felt like there was a body of water nearby. So I'm like, she's got to get up and run into the water. Like, I <laughs> was so, I was so disturbed, upset, like, no,
2: don't do this. Take, Pills, Like, what are we doing? (laughs) But then my whole thing was, if you write a note on a napkin, how the hell is a napkin going to survive a fire? It's a napkin. So that's why I just didn't, I was like, okay, I was like, write it on a piece of wood, or write it, not even wood, write it on something that's going to last. I just felt like I didn't understand how this note was going to make it. So that's what I thought was so confusing. But then, after that happens, you cut to detectives walking up to a house to tell a woman, a woman we learn is the brunette's mother. That the woman has died, and we also learn her name is Rachel. Okay, so what we are made to believe is that Rachel died in a fire. I, and you keep saying
0: "made to believe." I am believing. <laughs> I am a hundred per. I am one hundred percent in. And the when the mom finds out, it is so brutal. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really really top notch acting mm-hmm. because it. I had to I had to look away. Mm. Like she lets out a guttural scream, falls Mm -hmm. to the floor. It's really, really bad. And I I wish that I had not been as full in that Rachel was clearly dead because that would have made that scene easier for me. But I just want to applaud that actress because she does really,
2: really intense work. She took you there. But then a real sharp contrast because then we cut to another brunette woman, not Rachel, teaching a high school English class. She's basically like in a high school class and it's yeah. written on the screen, be a sadist.
0: Which is all you see when the scene yeah, starts. Yeah.
2: And you're just like, people are on fire.
0: Women are falling on the ground sobbing. Lifetime, this is
2: intense. Roller coaster, TNT, twists and turns, baby. It's intense. The brunette is telling the students like, if they want to write, they need to be bold. They need to take risks. We learned that her name is Zoe. And at first I was like, my big problem with Zoe was no one needs to teach a teenager to be a sadist. Okay? I, I felt like, you know, you don't know your audience. This is Because, because again, the way she's talking and teaching, I was like, is this a college class? That's what I thought. But then when you see them, you know, and the, the way the classroom is set up, I'm like, oh, this is meant Teens. to be high school.
0: Teens. Teens. And I'm like, oh, Zoe's going to get some calls from some parents. <laughs> <laughs> she's going oh, to, there's like... going to be a kid. Go home. What'd you learn today? How to be a sadist. <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: What's happening? But then she does say, like, you know, if you're going to write, I want you to thrust your character into a world they don't know, which I thought was a very clever little way to set up basically what's going to happen to Zoe, right? Fish out of water. Classic exact tale. Classic tale. So as <laughs> Zoe's leaving class, she gets a call from her mom, who tells her that Rachel is dead.
3: Zoe. Yeah, what's up? I don't know. Mom, um, I told him to call me. Rachel's dead. Mom, she
2: doesn't just sound upset, but mom sounds a little like her words are slurring a bit, even over the phone. And to me, I just thought it was grief. But it is like, okay, she's like, something's going on. And you can also kind of tell by the way Zoe reacts. Not simply she's upset about her sister, but... She, like, doesn't want to hear from her mom. Do you know what I mean? Like, when she first picks up the phone before mom, yeah. exactly. Like, before mom says anything, Zoe's kind of like, mm.
0: I told you not to call me during school. Exactly. So you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It is Which intense. it's like, okay, ma- like, we do know these are school hours. School hours are, like, pretty obvious. Yeah. That, like, you probably shouldn't call your BSA teacher. <laughs> and then, so Zoe immediately goes home. And before she, like, goes in, she almost has to, like, steal herself Mm. before crossing the threshold into the house. And then we see mom, and she's pouring vodka on the rocks. And I go, yeah, fine. (laughs) I truly see nothing wrong with this. And that's a reflection of me. (laughs) But it's like, if this woman who just lost her daughter wants to drink this entire bottle of vodka, who who hurts? Zoe, get over it. Grow up.
2: (laughs) But see, no, this is the problem, though. Because... Because I, cause I thought the same thing, like when she, like when she first is drinking, I'm like, your daughter just died, she's on a journey, but Zoe is so cold to her, right, and like, again, you just found out your sister died, slash her daughter died, and you're like not being sensitive, right, like Zoe's real cold to her, which is what made me think, oh, okay, mom's normally an alcoholic. And that's why she's mad. Yes, of course. And the house is lovely. It's like a really picturesque, cute... Come on, it's lifetime. It's not going to be busted. It's not going to be a shanty. But I'm
0: saying that it's... Uh, but, like, the mom has it semi together. The lawn is done. <laughs> oh, the front yard is cute. The screen is nice. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the... Is the woman an alcoholic? Yeah, she's an alcoholic. I mean, this... Is... You really hear the Irish in me. <laughs> let her drink. The house is painted. <laughs> but, like, Zoe, what'd you expect? You think she's going to get sober now? Right,
2: right. Is it... <laughs> I know. What are we doing? I know. But I did feel like Zoe was so mean to her mom. I said, okay, there's a yes. story here that I am not prepared for.
0: No, for sure. For sure. Because it's like, where's the dad? Yeah. Who, is anyone mad at him? Right. And He's not dead. He's just not there. He's just gone. So in succession, the sisters were close and both very hot. But they had not <laughs> seen each other in two years. And yeah. I'm like, that's doesn't. And it's like, they're grown. This yeah. is not. They're not like 21. They are. Early 30s. (laughs) like mm -hmm. They are. I don't even know why Rachel was living there necessarily. Then we see a skyline. Where are we? Well, I think eventually we're I think I'm able to put two and two together. We're in Atlanta.
2: Yes, we find out. We find out very later on that we're in Atlanta. But I think this is a Mar Vista thing. You know, Mar Vista loves to give you a skyline that you don't know that is just like city. Insert city, you know, like yes. they'll give you a Vancouver skyline, something where you're like, yes. I don't know this place. But that's a Marvista. That's a stylistic touch they enjoy. And I don't even think about it anymore. I'm always like, if I if I'm supposed to recognize this, I do not. <laughs> uh, well,
0: and and I need to bring up why we're in Atlanta later. So put mm-hmm. a pin in that. So Zoe goes to Rachel's work to tell them that she's dead. Could have been a phone call. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Really could have been. I, I'm assuming it was on the news. Woman sets herself on fire. Right. <laughs> After a party? Like, that... Have you seen what's on the news? Woman on fire belongs on the news. Right. But apparently... And I would think the work had heard, but they hadn't, I guess. <laughs> so we find out Rachel was a bottle service girl, made a ton of money, mm-hmm. and there's this really, like, slimy, but kind of hot, unfortunately. No, Megan! He is hot. He
2: is not hot. He is so creepy looking mm. whatever if his features came together to make hot the way he scowls and like you know narrows his eyes makes him unhot okay
0: well the good news is we are never going to compete <laughs> for men i know we're I we've know established we're both... that on this podcast many a time I know. but it's like okay so his name's mickey like the mouse
2: and, <laughs> but, and he's then they... he but, he's but he's a rat he maybe likes a rat he's a rat
0: And then there's a gal named Percy. She owns the club and she makes all the decisions, but she's behind a curtain
2: and we don't see her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then there's also who Megan describes as a very LA guy who has like tinted (laughs) yellow glasses.
0: Terrible clothes. Terrible facial terrible hair. Terrible glasses. Bad choice of hair. And like, hey, yo, I'm really sorry about your sister. You could have, <laughs> oh, he's uh Yeah, Lolo. he's really
2: in, yeah, his name is Low Low, And he's like really in the mix and like way too overly, like I think it's supposed to be friendly, but because he's such a close talker and his facial hair is so upsetting, it automatically feels like it's aggressive.
0: Yeah. And they're basically like, listen, Zoe, you could get a job here. And you, aren't you a teacher? You probably need some extra money. And I said, ain't that the sad truth. (laughs) We got teachers. Once I had a teacher wait on me at Applebee's. (gasps) And it's like, they're not paying. And it was in like rural Missouri. And I'm like, "You are not making enough to live as a teacher in rural Missouri that you're picking up extra shifts at the Applebee's?
2: Oh my God. This country. This country. I swear to God.
0: How are bottle service girls being paid more than teachers? I feel like an elderly
2: woman (laughs) now. I'm like,
0: something wrong
2: here i know it's insane it's insane back at home rachel's mom finds her journal and she again this whole time has basically been saying it was a suicide something happened to her i know this rich guy got in her head and zoe is writing that all off as like okay you're drunk you don't want to accept the facts again because zoe is just really not having her Baba in a way that i find to be baffling and it's cruelty okay i'm gonna say it cruelty okay and, of course, mom is still drinking. And she and Zoe ends up getting into a fight, basically, about who was more absent. You know, mom the drunk or Zoe the sister who cut and run. So they go <laughs> back and forth. And you just know it's like, this is not going to end well. This dynamic is not healthy. And no one's winning this argument, right? When was the last time you
1: spoke to her? I saw her two years ago. But she was two barely years, there. She came two by two my work and ago, she left exactly, right away. Right. Exactly. And I was here with her. I was here Okay, you were here, Mom. You were here with Rachel, and what happened? She was working in some sleazy nightclub. So what? You could just stay home and drink coffee. Oh, yeah, tonics that's easy all day. For you to say because you left. I had to. I had to leave.
2: Look at you. So Zoe basically walks away, but she ends up taking Rachel's journal and starts reading it. And the first thing Zoe reads is basically. At least to me, you get the impression that Rachel didn't like her very much. You know, because she was sending her books, but she was like sending her also like <laughs> she's sending like- her crime books, and she's like one of those crime books she wants me to read. And this is the thing: stop making people read genre, okay? They have to like the genre. You cannot foist genre on people, Megan. You can't. You can't even foist. Is that the word you look- yes, used? Yes, I said foist. You you can't
0: even foist books on people. <laughs> I've tried because I love to read. I'm an avid reader. You're an avid reader. Oh, I I crank through probably a book a week. What?
2: Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Yep, big reader. What are you telling? You guys are you guys as shocked as I am (laughs) to hear that Megan is reading a whole ass book a week, maybe less since little baby comrade. But no, people go. People were like, "Well, you'll
0: never read once you have a baby again." I go, huh.
2: I'm reading. Okay, what are we... Okay, again, I'm not judging the quality of the book, but I guess I'm wondering, like, are we reading biographies? Are we, you know...
0: What are we reading? Historical fiction? I do like historical fiction. I love... I'll touch down with my girl, Agatha Christie. I got it. I... Oh, my gosh. Rich British people killing each other. I'm here. (laughs) Right now, I'm reading... Yeah, I, I, it's like a post-World War I, and I think two women are about to fall in love. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so I'm constantly looking for recommendations. I, wow. I tend to think, yeah, I, I, I'll i read the hits, you know, the things that are really, where the crawdads sing, I read it. Like <laughs> at Oprah's Oprah's book club, okay. but I just, I, I read every night before bed. And wow. now I nap a lot, so I read before I take a nap.
2: It helps me sleep. Wow. Yeah, so I'm a Zoe. You guys. This is crazy that Megan's the smart one in the hot one. This is crazy that in our in our in our duo that she isn't getting
0: all the dynamics. A friend texted me. She's she's a professor. And so I get a lot of books from her. And CJ was doing a show with her. She's a comedian too. And she was like, CJ was bragging about how much you read. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Thanks, honey.
2: <laughs> that is honestly it's a real brag, honestly. To be a comedian who reads a whole last book a week and watches all the housewives like Megan yeah. watches garbage so the fact yeah. that she also then has the bandwidth to read like real books she contains multitudes
0: i brought the my kindle to the hospital when i was delivering and i read at the hospital what like between contractions post baby i read <laughs> So oh, got a real page turner, but you don't turn the pages on Kindle; you just tap it. <laughs> got a real page tapper here.
3: <laughs> okay, so you okay, are so a Rachel Zoe. hates to read,
2: yeah, and you're a Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I you, I really no, used I to love it, and but it's true look, I I used to love it, and now I can't get myself to pick up a book, or like if I do, I can't really get past the first 30, 40 pages. It really has to be. Like a fantasy world or something where I can, Mm. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to like really disconnect from my thoughts and the world around me. So I really need something that's going to drop me down in there. You know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my journey.
0: And you're on a journey and I'll send you some recommendations. (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, We get a flashback and there uh, there are flashbacks used in this film as a tool to like tell backstory.
2: And also Rachel's Rachel's diary. Her journal is also kind of like our tool, our flashback, our journal. That's how we're getting, you know, the full picture as well as Zoe is getting the sense of what she should do next.
0: So we see Rachel goes to visit Zoe at school. Uh, Adults, you cannot just be wandering into schools. (laughs) And this is in this is across every film TV show, cartoon. It's like, that is not
1: Allowed.
0: Like my neighborhood backs up to a high school. We are patrolled by a specific department of the LAPD that specializes in school safety. Like, yeah, you can't even you can't even walk up to the fence. Get out of here, you creep. So, and she walks in in like a black leather jacket. It's like turn your ass around right. and get out of that school. So she's like, come home and visit mom. And she's like, no. And then Rachel gets a text. She won't tell her who it's from. We get the vibe. It's like they were close. They're not their no sisters.
2: Right, 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 right. Back in the present though, we're at Rachel's funeral. It's in the backyard at their home. And at the end Zoe's approached by a dude named Larry, and he's like goes to talk to her. He wants to tell her about the night Rachel died. But yes. he's like, you know, cuz at first he's like it shouldn't happen. I got to tell you something. And then so of course it's about to get juicy. What happens? Yes. Their conversation is interrupted when Zoe hears her mom screaming in the house and she's screaming at at a white dude named Richie and he's (laughs) like in a suit. He, I mean, he does have the air. He is, you know, probably 47 Mm -hmm. wealthy. That's the vibe he's Mm -hmm. giving off. You know what I mean? Like that older guy. But she's screaming at him to get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. And so later that night, Zoe goes back to Rachel's diary. We get a little bit of, A backstory on Richie, listen to this.
3: Last night I went to an after party at a billionaire's house. His name's Richie, of course. Weird thing is, he doesn't live at this house. It's just a party house. Richie told me he wants to leave his wife, but he's afraid he'll lose everything in a divorce. I know Richie is a client and all, but I can't help falling for him. He told me that he can't be himself when he's around anyone else but me, even his wife. I don't know what to do. I found out the truth about Richie. I hope it's not true. I really do.
2: Then, the last few pages of the diary are cut out. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. I mean, come on. You know that was the juicy part. Also, if someone is about to
0: tell you what just happened with your loved one who was maybe committed suicide, maybe murder, maybe we don't know, you stay. Like When my mom yells, I don't even flinch now. (laughs) It's like truly she could be next to my ear man and I'd be like tippy tappy typey. like <laughs> business as usual your your drunk mom is yelling at a funeral yeah it would be weird if she wasn't zoe <laughs> Stay with Larry. He's got the tea. So it's the next morning. We find out Larry also tried to talk to the mom at the funeral. She didn't get the tea, but she's already called the police. Right? Like she's like, "Listen, I'm just waiting for this guy, Larry, to call me back because he does have the info." And it's like, "Mom, you gotta wait for you have the info to call the police."
2: Not when you a white lady in lifetime. No, because they true. just showed up. Yeah. They were like, "You're waiting on a call." <laughs> like I love this. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> it "You was said so
0: funny." <laughs> they were just there. So the cops come, and lo and behold, Larry's dead. They say he went for a swim at Richie's house, Rich, Uh 47-year-old, and, quote, forgot to get out of the pool.
2: Hmm. That is the craziest way (laughs) I've ever heard somebody describe a drowning in all my life. For that to be the way a police officer describes a man's tragic death. He went for a swim and forgot to get out of the pool. I said you should be fired. Turn in your gun and badge.
0: And they They think this is an accidental death. It's like, no, that's a murder. Like, nothing screams foul play more than a person with no, like, head wound or any broken bones dead in a pool. Right. That's a murder. Right. Even I
2: know that. Especially when we know that Larry, also, not just a pool, Richie's pool. He don't live in Richie's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not like he was at home, had four drinks, and passed out of the pool. That's not that yeah. situation. He was in a whole pool. And then here's a question too I'm assuming he was not in swim trunks. No. So it's like, you know, you know the man was murdered.
0: Who goes swimming after a funeral? That isn't a post funeral activity. Maybe a hot tub. Okay. <laughs> So at this point, Zoe finally believes drunk mom that Rachel did not commit suicide. Right. So she's like, I'm going to get into Richie's house, but she can't do that without first becoming like a club girl. Right. And so that this then sets off what will be the theme for the rest of the movie is that Zoe wants to be a bottle service girl or a model or work at the club. <laughs>
2: She's basically trying to do what her sister did so she can get into this world to get access to these people. And it's amazing how convoluted the access is. Okay? As you said, it's like three different ways you could kind of do it. But really, you can only do it, listen, you'll figure it out. Because obviously, this is nefarious, illegal, and they're taking advantage of young women. So... Zoe first goes to the club and she's just like staking it out. She's trying to get a sense of what the vibe is. She's she's sitting in her car and she's watching. Just
0: people waiting in line. And it's like, that's not how you stake out a club. You (laughs) have to go inside, Zoe. But she's sitting outside just watching a doorman. Right. And she notices another guy and he's taking photos, like long lens, not just like, oh, I'm just doing promo shots. Like he's He's doing his own stakeout and he won't tell her why he's there or what he's up to.
2: But also he was at Rachel's funeral. So that was the thing. So Zoe, because during the funeral, she kind of looks back and is like, who's this random guy? And so when she sees him again, taking pictures, Zoe immediately like gets out of her car, goes over to him and is like, what you doing? You know? And he's like cagey. He's avoidant. And then he pretty much is like, I'm leaving. You know what I mean? Like he almost rolls over her damn feet trying to get out. So she doesn't get any info. But to me, I was like, Okay, you were fully at a funeral and now you're taking pictures? Are you surprised? Who are you? Exactly. Who are you? Like, Zoe's not wrong to ask you who you are and he will not answer her.
0: Okay, so roadblock. And then Zoe's like, I'll just continue to read the diary and that'll tell me everything I need to know. It's so, I, it, I can't imagine writing in my journal about the gatekeepers of stand up comedy, <laughs> but here we are. So Lolo is the weird man with yellow glasses and he is a bottle service girl gatekeeper. Yeah. What? It's- so Zoe goes to his house. It's disgusting. There's yeah. like red cups everywhere. Yeah. Like the beads hanging. It's a front house. And he's taking photos in an Eden kitchen that has no furniture <laughs> of a blonde woman. And then he begrudgingly invites Zoe to his party, which is then how he chooses who will be models at the club. And I'm like, this is so much work <laughs> to be a bottle service girl in a city that, whose skyline I can't even identify. Like, we are not talking New York City. No, we're not. No, we're not. And here's the thing, too. Zoe is hot. So, like Zoe shows up anywhere and goes, Hey, can I? And they go, Yes, you can. Well, this
2: is what's so annoying. Lolo gives her a hard time. Like, get out of here. And I'm like, What are you talking about? She's a model. She's so hot,
0: hot body, great face, cute hair. She's going to work at the club. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not that hard.
2: Right. So, but oh, she
0: got to go through all these
2: hoops. Well, also, Ken, I just need to point out something that made me a little crazy that Lolo thinks a teacher and a librarian are the same thing. And, you know, that's one of the many signs that this man is not, you know, to be trusted. He's shady. He's dangerous. But Zoe, when she like is talking to him, she I thought it was so funny. She did such a good job of being like flirty and cute, even though he's disgusting. You know, like she would just like giggle before she said anything to just make him feel like it's okay. It is
1: you. I was hoping it was you. It's me. (laughs) Are you like a like a librarian? No, I was a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teacher, librarian, the same thing. That's not really the same thing. Yeah, kind of. Well, no. No, I, I, I wasn't a librarian, and I'm no longer a teacher either, but I am here, and I want to come to your party. I don't need any more regular girls. I do need more models, though. Well, <laughs> lucky for you, I'm not just a regular girl. And I was like, that's exactly
2: how you play creeps. You just giggle. Just giggle and smile. Mm -hmm. And the creep is like, okay, she likes me.
0: Lolo looks like Adam Sandler in Uncut Okay. (laughs) So Zoe puts on one of Rachel's outfits. She looks great. It's actually not even that like, It's kind of conservative. Like, it's a crop top and there's like a little... She has a touch of midriff. A touch of midriff and a touch of cleavage. And she's like, how could I... And it's like, okay, (laughs) Zoe, you've worn an outfit like that before. (laughs) So
2: she goes back to the party. It is dingy. It is so... Lolo's house in the dark is even worse than Lolo's house in the day.
0: Why do these women need to go there? (laughs) I don't. We are not at the club.
2: We are at Lolo's house. And if that's not Van Nuys, I don't know what it is. It's like like his house is not someplace cute. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not in the heart of the city. No,
0: he's not in he's not in Buckhead. We're in Marietta, Georgia at this point. (laughs) Okay, which I'm sure is a lovely place. I just know two places. (laughs) So he's like, go dance with those other hot girls. Lolo does not deserve this happening at his house. And then this foreign man comes up named Brad and he gropes her and she's like, no get out of here. Yeah. So then she goes back to her car. She's going to leave. The whole time she was dancing, she was holding, like, a large teacher-sized bag, too. <laughs> like, she's she's trying to sexy dance with, like, a crossbody. <laughs> so she goes back to her car, and she has this flashback of the last time she was at home, and her and her mom got in a fight, and then she's about to leave. Listen to this.
1: No, Don't you no, walk away done, from me. Don't you walk away. Fine. She is impossible. I knew this was gonna happen and I came here. I knew this was gonna happen and I came here anyway. I shouldn't have even come here in the first place. Where are you going? You just got here. Home. This is your home. Nope, it's not my home, not anymore. Honestly, I, I don't know how you still live with her. She is the most self-absorbed person I've ever met in my life. Here, this is for mom, and this is for you. So, what, Rachel? Take me with you. Don't be ridiculous. You know I can't do that. So she turned down
0: Rachel coming to stay with her, live with her. And it's like, she's like, don't be ridiculous. You know I can't. She's a grown woman. Yeah.
2: Your sister can't come stay with you? It makes no sense. It does not make any sense. But I also don't understand Zoe's defense. I don't understand the whole take me with you as a thing that an adult says to another adult. I would just follow you to your car. Do you know what I mean? Like it would just be like, yeah, I call shotgun. I, I'm getting in. You're not a toddler, Rachel. Pack a bag. Get in the passenger seat. I I think it's
0: showing us how bad of a situation she's in. You know, like it. It's not just I'm coming with you. It's like I need. It's a cry for help. Mm-hmm. I need you to help me get out of this situation. Mm-hmm. And Zoe Clarkson is just like their mom. Yeah. Um. And yeah. says, don't be ridiculous. And it's like, don't be ridiculous. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. So. Then she feels so bad, she goes back into the party. Right. And there's coke out. Okay. Just, no one, no, she doesn't do it, but I just was like, the party has escalated.
2: (laughs) Right, it's escalated in the 20 seconds it took for her to have this flashback. Lolo said, how do I get these women compliant? Okay, you know when you're with Lolo, the drugs are flowing.
0: Okay. So she takes she takes a big sip, kisses Brad, grinds on him. I yeah. said, way to go,
2: girl. Brad is the creepy is the creepy foreign guy who's foreign like, guy. I was looking for a girl next door type. He's like pretty gross.
0: And then Lolo yells, who wants to go to the club? So this is like the pregame to the club. And I'm like, this is not where Zoe belongs. Right. Zoe belongs at the club. Right. So they get into the car. They get right in. Zoe sees Richie and he's in this private VIP area. But Lolo stops her. And is like,
2: you need to go with Brad. Go make me some money. So what we, what you guys need to understand is that Lolo's house party is where everybody is suddenly an escort. Whether they want to be or not. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I'm like, he goes, make me some money. She's like, what do you mean make you some money? I came to a party. How am I working now?
0: And the girls at Lolo's, those are designated as
2: models. That is what Quote, he unquote. is saying. Exactly. Quote, but basically it's a whole, like, because you can tell. But even this, I could tell. The way Lolo is doing this in like, which is like, first, let me take your picture. Then come to a party. Then come to the club. He is weeding them out at every phase. Because basically, as a lot of women, a lot of any person at some point will go, ew, I don't like you or I don't like this and I'm going to walk away. And so he's basically trying to see how many things he can get somebody to agree to do, right? Yes. And because it does not require any of these steps, actually. None of it makes any sense. And
0: Lolo is gross. And any normal woman would get to his house and go, absolutely not. Exactly. I can't, I'm in a cute outfit. I can't even sit on anything here. (laughs) And yet he is the one in charge and he should have no access to any woman ever. Exactly,
2: exactly. Next day, Zoe said, okay, let's go back to the club. Let's go in the daytime, even though I can't imagine that club functioning at all during the day. I feel like this place doesn't open until 9 p.m. But anyway. Yeah, sticky, stinky. She gets there and we see Mickey telling another young girl you know, you've been doing great work. Do you want to make even more money? And of course, she's like, yes. (laughs) And he's like, (laughs) are you ready to work hard? Which I was like, oh, Lord, by work hard, he means be trafficked. That's exactly how I felt. As soon as he said that, I said he's trafficking. He's trafficking, okay? And then Zoe walks in on this and is tries to get Mickey to hire her to work there.
0: Which I'm like, why didn't we start there? I, wha- wha- you would take one look at Lolo and go, absolutely not. I'll right. start with Mickey. Exactly. Okay. So he's like, no, I, this is a nightclub, not a charity. Again, this woman is hot. Yeah. We are talking NFL
2: cheerleader hot. She has abs. <laughs> and she's also like... A Teacher, meaning she's got some yes. intelligence. Like, you're not taking a chance on someone who doesn't know what two plus two is. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, what do you mean, charity? You're not doing anybody a favor, really.
0: It's so weird. It's so and so weird. Zoe makes a quick decision and she's like, I need to get Percy's attention. And then she does this.
3: What,
1: My life is over. what are you doing? <laughs> I'm nothing. Shut up. <laughs>
0: what is all this it's
2: nothing got it under control i thought that was smart well it well weird definitely weird weird but percy's also like fine you can work but it's also because she as you said percy's like yes she's attractive give her a job Yes. Like Percy is really just like, yeah, you're hot. You can come work for a night. And Percy
0: is beautiful too. And so I was like, oh, this is we're getting like a showgirls esque. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. We've got a. Reti- She's retired from bottle service now. The bottle service becomes the owner. Mm-hmm. So Zoe's being trained. She finds out that a single bottle of champagne is one thousand yeah. dollars, and th- the bottle service girls get twenty percent of that.
2: Huh? Y'all, I'm willing to change careers. If people are out here getting 200 dollars per bottle of liquor, champagne, and the booze, anything they sell, I would do that. I could sell, I could easily sell someone rich and dumb five bottles a night. I'll go so far as
0: I'll get back on my Peloton and I'll <laughs> and I'll do it twice a week for them to let me in there to do that. Okay. <laughs> this is like when we when I covered mile high escort, I go, please yeah. point me to the job fair for that because <laughs> I want I want to enroll okay so once again she tries to go into the VIP area a girl named Valerie mm. and she's like the queen bee bottle girl yeah, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: bitchy and she's in charge she's a brunette but she's got really arched eyebrows and like mm-hmm. just a naturally you know, like a resting bitch face her per- like she just has that face where she's like glowering at you even when she my dad would call her hard pretty
0: mm. You know how they're soft, pretty? She's hard, pretty. Yeah. So it is still pretty.
2: Yeah. But it's a, like. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. little mean. little mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, you know, Zoe is doing a little better. She's kind of getting the hang of it, but she flies too close to the sun, honey. Her trying to like get up in that private area. And the girl's like, what do you want? And then Mickey comes and it's like, get out of here. And he kind of grabs her to pull her away. And, you know, Megan, this is like. Every time a man grabs a woman by the arm and pulls her, I'm just like... I'm not okay. Not okay. Here's my
0: issue with Zoe, though. She is so obvious. It is so transparent. She's like, I've been here one day. I'll go into VIP. And it's like, Zoe, girl, I know. I know. everyone knows. They, and they all know who her sister
2: is. Exactly. This is, she is not going in undercover. Right. She's like, I'm Rachel Harrington's sister. And I want to be close to her. Like she goes, she's like, I'll be close to my dead sister by working here. Everyone's like, girl, bah.
0: Uh, and she's like, not good at playing any of it off. It's really yeah. unfortunate. Right. She'd be better off, like, uh, robbing a bank <laughs> and then going in and sending money. Because I'm like, I'm like, how, she doesn't have the money. She'd be better off robbing her mom while she's drunk. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and becoming then a the money in. Yeah. Yes. becoming
2: a vip yeah becoming a vip herself yes yeah, yeah. okay
0: yeah. so basically she finds out like what she needs to do to be in that vip section and so then she does all of that right. so we see a montage of her she's playing the game she's making a lot of money and i go mm. where are her students did she quit teaching we never know. like really told like she's like i'm not a teacher anymore at one point but it's like is it summer break did you leave to go back I to know, be with your no mom because of the death like you seemed really passionate about teaching them to be sadists. I'd like to check back <laughs> in on those students.
2: I also thought it would have been just a fun part of the montage, right? Because imagine, yeah, on the earliest she's done with work at one a.m. She's got to be teaching up at eight. Like it just would just have been funny to watch her just like go between the two and then like change into her sexy outfit yes. in the school parking lot.
0: Yes, and like having like a Mrs. Doubtfire moment where she like goes in the <laughs> bottle service dress and they're like, "Why are you dressed like a Vegas dealer or like a student's parent?"
2: Like i fully expected her to run into like a student. Yeah parent while yes. she was working.
0: <laughs> well, now I know I'm dropping a lot of movie references, but like in Varsity Blues, when they go to the strip club and their teacher is a stripper. Yes, that would have been great. We needed, yes, we should have gotten the high school football team up in there. Okay, yes. so Percy promotes Zoe to Bottle Girl. I'm like, what was she before? Okay, so.
2: Exactly, this is what it It was like, you're out here working, selling bottles, bringing in like stacks of cash, we're gonna make you someone who sells bottles. What are you now? <laughs> okay,
0: so now she's in VIP. Wow, which we know she all wanted to be in. When she gets in there, Richie recognizes her. Listen to this.
3: Zoe, right? I don't think we've been formally introduced. I'm Richie Evans.
1: It's Zoe Harrington.
3: Yeah, I said you'd be you working here. I I didn't think it was true. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. In the good way. In the good <laughs> way. And, you know, I i, I want to say I'm sorry for upsetting your mother at the memorial service. You know, I can only imagine, you know, what she's going through. I have two little girls of my own and the thought of having to say goodbye to one of them.
1: Anyway, anyway, I just, I can't believe you're here. I didn't know what I was missing, this least. But, Richie, you? pleasure to see you. Thank
3: you for
0: coming. Absolutely. It's good to see you. I hate when men are like, well, I have daughters. Oh, I know. Some of the worst men on earth have daughters. (laughs) Some of the biggest trash treat women terribly. You know what they have? Women that they raised. You are not exempt. Right.
2: I know. I Uh. know. That third voice you heard in there, too, that was Mickey, who basically came in to stop their conversation. So the whole time, you know, Mickey is it seems like he is a gatekeeper. To Richie and all the other rich guys in general. And, like, Mickey's job is to broker the interactions with ladies. Because he does not like that Zoe approaches anybody. Like, not just Richie, but just, like, stop talking to people is how he feels. But it's, like, Zoe's in VIP now. And
0: Richie is talking to her. Like, Mickey, she got promoted. I don't know.
2: Yeah, but that's how you know something's up.
0: But then as like as Zoe is leaving, the camera zooms in on Valerie, Mickey, and Richie, and they're all staring at Zoe like they're vampires. <laughs> and then I thought, maybe they're vampires. <laughs> that would have been fun. They're not vampires. That, that would have been
2: Spoiler. very fun. I love a good genre pivot. But later, Mickey asks Zoe if she wants to quote, make some real money. So it's like, okay, first you were like, don't talk to anybody, but now Basically, Mickey says Richie is throwing a party and has asked for her specifically, which you cannot
0: trust. Like, thank you. W- this your sister died at this man's house. You are very obviously trying to go there, and then the man's like, "Yeah, I want you here." No, this is not how rich people operate, Zoe. Like, th- when I, I'm like, he's going to kill you. He's exactly. he wants you there to kill you, and yeah. so. He says, as much as you make in a week, you can make in a night.
2: And I was like, what do you think? What do you think that is? Sex process. I think it's sex work. Well, sure. But I'm talking about how much money he's saying she can make. As much as you make in a week. 10000 a night. You think? 10000 a night. Wow. That's what I was thinking. Oof, oof, oof. And then Zoe's like, cool. I'm in. Oh, oh yep. Lord. You guys, let's take a break. Because Zoe's about to do something dumb. And something terrible going to happen. And I need to steal myself. Okay.
1: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
2: Okay, we're back. I'm fortified. I'm fortified even though... I know nothing good can come from this, okay?
0: Zoe's at Richie's house for the party. And keep in mind, this is Richie's party house because he yeah. does have a wife and his two daughters <laughs> and they live someplace else. And he has this house just to have women have sex with his friends. But like, he doesn't have friends. Right. Like, it's like, who are? Who, what what is your business,
2: Richie? I know. Tech? I, I, <laughs> it was crazy because basically Zoe, she walks in, Valerie offers her a drink and Zoe like takes it and kind of sniffs it. And I was like, very smart instinct. Unfortunately, you can't smell roofies. Good to know. I didn't know that. I would have I would it. Well, that, I mean, I get the impulse of try. where you're like, let me just see if I can catch a little something. But that's like part of why it works. You can't really smell it. And then Valerie's like, I didn't drug it or anything. So then Zoe takes a little sip. And then Mickey comes up to them and tells Zoe that Richie wants to see her. And Valerie is mad. Valerie yeah. is so mad that Zoe is up in here getting close to Richie.
0: She says, Richie has never looked at me the way he looks at you and the way he looked at Rachel. Keep in mind, all of (laughs) these three women are almost identical. (laughs) They're all brunette. They all work at the same place, so they wear the same... Uniform, their hair is the same. Their skin coloring is the same. Their <laughs> eyes are the same. Like, it's like, I know that they're different. Yeah. Yeah. But if, you, even if you put them in a police lineup and I am a white woman with dark hair, I go, I, <laughs> I'm looking at a mirror. I don't know. Like, it's, it's like Richie looks at you, Valerie.
2: Okay. It was insane though. But Valerie like walks away in a huff, you know, cause she just can't get the attention she wants. But then, this guy comes up to Zoe and it kind of just seems like a waiter. He's got a tray of drinks and is like, can I take your drink? So Zoe puts it down and looks up and it's the guy who was not only at her sister's funeral, but the one who was acting like a paparazzi outside the club who ignored Zoe when she tried to talk to him. So it's like, okay, you're at the party, but are you working here? You're obviously pretending to work here because your job is to take long lens photos. And so it's like, So strange that he would even approach her like that. But before they can even start talking, Richie comes up and whisks her away. And Zoe immediately, they're like walking outside. Zoe can't walk. She's slurring her words. (laughs) She didn't even finish the drink, y'all. Okay? Nope. And she's messed up. Done done. I thought maybe she was pretending. Interesting. Because it's
0: like that, it was like that sudden. Yeah. But Richie takes her outside and then into a rowboat. And I thought, well, that can't be good. No, no, should, no, no, no. No one is, you shouldn't, if you're in a rowboat at night, <laughs> jump overboard and get out of there. <laughs> and then we, well, just listen.
2: Why are you here?
3: I know I only have one room on cook. Rule number one: never take a drink from someone unless you've seen them before it. Yeah, you know that if you got this world, at Valerie, yes, she gets this world. Rachel did too. She resented it, but she got it. And then here you come, little Miss teacher trying to figure out this entire world in just a couple of days and it makes me think either you are a great, go get her. Or you're up to something. You shouldn't have kicked the hornet's nest, Zoe. There's a
1: terrible metaphor again. We
3: Me value discretion. You are not discreet. Did you kill my sister? No. No, Whoa. Whoa. No, I didn't kill her. But you I am gonna kill. And in case you're wondering, Nobody knows you're out here. And anybody who does know you're here, well, they wouldn't say anything. And it'll be days before your body washes up on that shore.
2: Yep. See? Uh Uh-huh. We knew Uh it. Uh-huh. And we see that Valerie did drug her. Miss, I didn't drug it or anything. Yes, you did, Valerie. Valerie is a hard, pretty, and a cold bitch. That's what I'm telling you right now about Valerie. Vampire. She really could have been a vampire. She's really CW vampire vibes.
0: Yes. So he throws her in the lake, rose away. <laughs> I hate Richie. He throws away. I mean, he died. he's like, b- bops her into the lake. And then he's like, psh, psh. <laughs> like, it's like, what a fast getaway it, dummy. Also, you're rich. Have someone else do this, Richie. I don't even know.
2: <laughs> I know. That's the thing about it. But also, like, this to me, though, was so crazy. It's like, Richie, you were in a known relationship with the first sister who died. And now the second one dies with the days of her have on your property? A man just drowned in your pool and now you throw someone out of a rowboat? It's like, Richie, honey, like- White men, white men. You know, for somebody who's all like, you don't know how to be discreet. It's like, you don't know how to be discreet either, Richie, because you're just out here dropping people in the water left and right.
0: Yes. Okay, so then things take a wild turn. Photographer guy slash waiter slash man from the funeral. He's all the same people. He jumps in and drags Zoe to shore, gives her CPR, and then she wakes up at his house the next morning and sees a giant true detective board of missing or dead girls and Brad, hey, Brad. the foreign guy. <laughs> like, like it was like, we listen, we know something bad is happening. We don't need to check back in with foreign Brad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so Zoe wakes up and, of course, is like terrified and confused. And she's trying to make sense of it. Like, who are you? What am I doing here? You know, where am I? And as she's trying to talk to him and he's trying to calm her down, who walks down the stairs but Rachel? I'm your Ethan. And I'm your Yang. Y'all. She's alive. She's alive. She's alive. Naomi, I was shocked. Shocked. Shocked! I did not see that coming.
0: But you didn't think she killed herself.
2: But I still didn't think she was going to be in cahoots with the guy. Yeah, I thought that she would maybe was trying to get away from people. But I didn't think that Mm -hmm. Missy was going to be right here in Atlanta. (laughs) It's like still hanging out, just hiding out at this
0: guy's house. Yeah. And then I'm like, are they in love? I just was so happy because I was like, the mom will not be sad. The mom is going to be okay, and I think the mom will be able to get sober. That's like a my brain was okay. Mom, we're back in the game. (laughs)
2: But to be fair, mom will not get to know that joy for a minute because basically Rachel faked her own suicide and then is like, sorry, you cannot tell mom I'm alive yet. And Zoe was very upset about that. And this is one time I understood where Zoe was coming from.
0: Have we ever had someone fake a suicide? Is this our first time?
2: No, we have. We No, no. no, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we have. We've had somebody fake it out just to kind of get away. I mean, remember the way Megan Good faked her death so that her husband would start to go crazy and then they would get him to admit it. Maybe you weren't here when I watched that one with Megan Good. I don't know, uh, because I love Megan Good.
0: Um, Megan Good, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so then we sort of get what's going on. Rachel has, Rachel basically kept the diary to leave so they could figure out what was happening. And she ripped the last few pages out herself. And then she starts reading aloud from these ripped pages, and we see what she has written in flashbacks. She was basically a high-end escort for Richie, and then she fell in love with him and was just with him for free. That's a mistake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it started to get really bad. Mickey would bring new girls in, promise them a modeling career, but was getting them high and trafficking them. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And Lolo was- the man on the ground, bringing the girls in to start. It's a whole trafficking ring. And part of, as we said, all those steps earlier, it's about finding the women who will be most vulnerable to Mm -hmm. being drugged and trafficked. So, I mean, this is a ring. I mean, we got Lolo. I think Larry's butt was in on it. Okay. Yes. So you got Larry, Lolo, Mickey. Mickey. Richie is the final one because he's the one with all the rich guys. Yeah. And so I was confused
0: at first because I was like, Is, are they just trying to, the difference between sex work and human trafficking is that sex work, they're saying, hello, I would like to be a sex worker. And trafficking, they're making them dependent on drugs and giving them no free will to leave the situation if they want to
2: exactly and they mentioned that they're that also rachel knows they're bringing women in from other countries right so women who and then what they'll do in those situations often they'll take that person's passport you know or hoard it over them that they're in the country legally and it's like well you do what we say or we're gonna get you in trouble you know so it's all of that
0: it's horrific it's so bad it's so it's it's so brutal and you see signs to be on the lookout for it at airports a lot, mm-hmm. even when I like I went to I was flying and I went into the airplane bathroom and there were alerts in there. Like mm-hmm. if you are traveling against your will, let a flight attendant know. And I think flight attendants, TSA, I think they're trained to be able to spot if
2: someone is like the the signs that someone is being trafficked. It's it's horrific. Horrific. I know it's 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 horrific, and it's just terrifying how prevalent it is. It's just terror, and how it's like you know, in the world of our film, Richie is like you know some sort of just rich business guy, right? Yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah, people like that, just regular, just they just do with money, and they just want to do something evil. Oh my god, I swear to god. So Rachel, as she finds all this out, she tries to break up with Richie. Of course, is like let me get out of here, and he says no and basically says that she's a problem now. And then this, listen to this. Later
3: that night, Larry, who'd started feeling bad for me, pulled me aside. You see, I had been journaling everything I was seeing, everything, and Mickey found out, so of course he told Richie, which meant I'd become a problem for Richie. Larry warned me that Richie was going to kill me that very night. He told me I had to run. As soon as I could. Of course, had Richie found out Larry was texting me all that info, he would have killed us both. I was terrified, Zoe. I've never been that scared. I was desperate. I needed a miracle.
2: Okay, I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm going to LOL just a little bit at journaling in the club. Okay? You can't be journaling yeah. in the club. If you go do it, do it in a bathroom stall. She was like, literally, see, you guys, you see her, like, sitting at a table writing in her book. And I'm like, these men are doing crimes. They don't want a stenographer.
0: Also, even the ones not doing crimes are trying to get a boner, <laughs> and you journaling about it is not going to help. <laughs> these
2: Harrington girls, they're too obvious. They're too obvious. I'm like, you got to be more subtle if you want. to like, honey, just, like, put record on your phone. You know what I mean? Get some voice uh, memos up in here. You can't be... Anyway, then it's like, okay, she does find out that Larry has died. And now the miracle Rachel references, the miracle she needed to get out of that situation, was a brunette Colombian woman who looks similar to her, who overdosed right next to her.
0: And you can come back from overdose. like I'm like, was she even really dead, Rachel? Or was she, like, could she have gotten some put the some narcan the stuff, but, exactly thank you Get her could some we naloxone. put charcoal in her stomach
3: like we you can't just
2: burn her because you think she's dead well hello rachel switched clothes with the de- dead girl put her in a chair set everything on fire the opening scene we saw to fake her death and i just you know i got very angry when i saw this information i was like rachel fully let this Colombian woman die i cannot take it But what happens is when that she sets everything on fire and runs off, Richie arrives just in time to see who he thought was Rachel go up in flames. So, you know, everybody who she needed to think she was dead thinks she's dead. And we figure out the guy, you know, the guy who saved Zoe, who's taking pictures, who's at the funeral, his name is Vince, and he's a private eye. But also a client, and I'm like, wait, of the... Trafficking? Like I, I know he's not. I think he was a club client, right? He's a remember she called yeah. the you know, the guys who just want money, who just want to like attract yeah. girls. But I assumed he was a quote unquote client because he was doing that to get into the club, right? The way you said the smart way is like become VIP so you can get yes. access.
0: He was doing what Zoe should have been doing. Exactly. Okay, okay.
2: That's what I'm thinking. He was in there. So
0: Rachel stashed her phone at the house and it has all of the info on it, but it's at Richie's house. And Zoe's like, can't you get in the cloud? And I'm like, thank thank God. Finally, someone was like, (laughs) you can go in the cloud. And she's like, I can't go in the cloud because Richie brought me the phone. And I'm like, damn it.
2: So they need to get into Richie's house so they can, quote, take them down. And then I feel like Zoe has the strangest reaction to all this information. Listen. My God, this is,
1: wow, this, I'm sorry, but this is such a Michael Connelly story. Michael Connelly, the the crime novels that I've been sending you that you haven't been reading. Sorry. I've been busy in Atlanta's seedy underworld. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm
2: dying as Zoe bringing up a book, and then Richard be like, "I've been busy." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I thought that was so funny, and it was just like also to me, it was like you. They keep talking about Zoe like liking books, but this is the first time. It's like the last twenty minutes of the movie, she won't stop referencing mysteries. You know what I mean? But she didn't mention them before, like as her own character. So you're like, what? No, I know. Yeah, yeah.
0: It just is sort of shoehorned in. But it's also like, Zoe, you're supposed to be dead. You got thrown out of a rowboat. Why are you going back to the house?
2: Thank you. Like, Vince is literally like, you shouldn't go. And she's like, I don't like you. And it's like- Just let Vince go. Let him go. Why want to hang out with your sister? You've been unsubtle from the beginning, first of all, as we said. Zoe, you don't know how to play this, okay? You've been unsubtle from the beginning. They tried to murder you. And you act like you could just walk back in. Make it make sense, girl. You're a liability.
0: Rachel and Zoe, go to the movies, go to Panera, take a night off. <laughs> you need to bond. This is the problem the last time. You kept leaving your sister. <laughs> Okay, so that night Zoe and Vince go to the house. They're about to get the phone when these bodyguards come in. I'm like, "Where have these dudes been the whole time?" And I don't know why they went in, but they the phone is out. Basically, they find it's been it. taken yeah. out of its hiding place. And so Richie shoots it with a gun. He crushes
2: it. That's like even worse than Thank you. He literally just he like, crushes like, it he's, with a like gun. he's like he gets the phone. He grabs a gun and then he just starts yeah. pounding it with a gun, which I just thought was like. It was almost like performative manliness. Do you know what I mean? Like he was yeah. like what's like a normal person would put it down and just step on it. But he was like, "Give me my gun. I want to bash it with the gun." So then they go what? so then they're back at
0: Vince's apartment somehow. I don't know how they're getting in, I don't know how they're getting out, but they did it. So then they go, "We're on to plan B. Tell everything to Percy." It's like how <laughs> was that not plan 1000 steps before where we are right now? Excuse me, you thought it was a better quote-unquote plan to fake burn yourself alive <laughs> than to just go to this reasonable woman and tell her what's going on? I am so... I go, wait, ooh. I was like, Percy's not in on it?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I know, I know. I was really, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, the fact that Percy was not in, told earlier just made me think, oh, yeah, she must be in on the trafficking ring. Right. And so when they said, oh, no, she would never, she's a woman. I'm like, what? have talked to her tell from the beginning. She would have fired. She would have fired Mickey without a second thought. Yes,
0: and turned him in because she's bottle service turned owner. So then they're like, we need to get Mickey's ledger because he wrote everything down. It's like Mickey, that's a stupid thing exactly. to do. You're writing. You're you're writing in long form. <laughs> Your sex trafficking business. What is? Everyone in this movie is an idiot. Okay, so Vince is like, it's too risky to tell Percy what. And then we, it's revealed that. Vince's sister was one of the girls who was being trafficked and she OD'd.
1: Right,
2: And so that
0: finally shuts Zoe up that he can be
2: in on the plan too. Because she gives him such an attitude. She's like, what is your problem? You know, we can take care of this. And it's like, first of all, no, you cannot, okay? Because you got thrown in a goddamn rowboat overboard, okay? And then it's like, Rachel had to kill a Colombian woman just to get out of there? Y'all can't handle this. And then when Vince is like, actually, my sister was sold and she died of an overdose. Zoe's like, fine. Okay, and I'm just like, oh my god. Fine, Lord. I guess you can
0: come. It's like, I think Vince hasn't handled. He was the one trying to warn you and you didn't see the warning signs. Okay, so Rachel puts on a blonde wig and she <laughs> pretends she's one of Lolo's girls and no one's suspecting maybe it's Rachel because she's supposed to be burned. <laughs> burned dead. Not just, not like burned to death by herself, remember. <laughs> burned to death by herself. So Zoe... Goes and like saunters up to Valerie, who's like, oh no, oh no, you're alive, thank goodness, and like pretend she's happy to see her, but she's obviously not.
2: She's like, they're up to something, but I also didn't understand, Zoe is like, meets up with Valerie at the side door to the club? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because they go into some kitchen. I, I really lost the geography in these final scenes in terms of who's where.
0: Yeah, I think she's just like, Valerie won't let on that she knows I'm supposed to be dead, so she'll probably let me in. So she does let her in, and then Valerie fixes them two dirty martinis to, <laughs> to go over this horrific crime that's happening.
2: Tell me everything. Let's make us a drink yeah. first.
0: <laughs> Let's get a drink. You know, it would have been, I, the only thing stranger would have been if they had like sangria. <laughs> it's like, a di- I need a dirty martini before you tell me about all the girls that killed. So Zoe's like, I need olive. So dumb, dumb Valerie turns her back. Zoe switches the drink, so then Valerie drinks her
2: own roofie drink and passes out. Pretty fun. That's fun. That's fun. I was into it. I said, okay, Zoe might not be so dumb. And I said, because I said, you took a drink from Val, but this time she used it. She used it against her. And so while that's happening, and that's like in the kitchen area of the club, because maybe this is a place where you get some sliders. Up where the party's at, the girl we saw earlier who Mickey was like, you want to make some more money? She's walked back in, and you and she's obviously been, you know, they've probably forced her to sex work against her will. She is yes. angry. She's in there. She is yelling with a vengeance. She makes a scene, and then Vince uses that moment to get the ledger for Mickey. You guys, the ledger that Mickey handwrites all of his crimes is just loosely in the belt of his pants. It's like in the back. It's in the back, honey. All of his crimes. You know what? Like if anyone who's ever been a server, you
0: know, when you have like the the checkbook and you would just like put it. That's what he does with his <laughs> the horrific crimes he's committing. <laughs> it's and so they take it. They just grab it out of his yeah. pants. Which yeah. I'm like, I don't even under- like, why didn't you just walk in there and take it out of his pants? You didn't need to be a bottle <laughs> service girl. Also, was the girl who created the scene, is she in on it with them? Or was it just a coincidence that she's in there screaming?
2: I assumed it was a coincidence that she was in there screaming.
0: Okay, so how? what was going to be the distraction if there wasn't a mad
2: girl in there? I really don't know. I think Vince was just going to try to gently pull it. I think he was going to gently pull it.
0: Okay, so Rachel takes off her wig and she reveals herself with a lot of fog light and fog what is that called dry ice uh-huh. a lot of dry ice and richie spots her and then you
2: <laughs> i can't you no you do have to because i can't
0: okay so then we start hearing voiceover which for those of you that don't know it's like the talking over a scene and i take it to be this is the narration at the end of the film oh no zoe went to the dj booth and is narrating into a microphone in the club in real
1: time. She ended up falling in love with the wrong guy, somebody dangerous. Rachel went into hiding, searching for evidence to put him away. She is
0: reading the diary to this club of people. <laughs> it is so and she's like and and then
2: they were trafficking women. <laughs> And then it's like she, and then they cut to her feeling really proud of herself. And she so like proud. closes the book and p- turns off the mic. And it was like, I, w- I just, I wanted everybody to turn and go, what? What? Like, it's like, what are you doing? Put Nellie back on. But as it happened to like Rachel punches Richie in the face. And I'm like, this is it. I don't need, like to be Zoe's voiceover took away from the satisfaction of that punch in the face <laughs> to Richie. But. Right after the voiceover, the cops come in because Zoe and Rachel's mom had called them earlier. Because you know she likes to jump the gun. <laughs> she loves to jump the gun. She's got the cops number. She just needs a friend. They're the only people who will take her seriously. So she calls them up.
0: So were the cops not going to be there if the mom hadn't
2: called? Because they didn't know that she was doing that. So, like, what was their plan? No, they weren't going. They were literally going to take the ledger to Percy. And then I guess Percy was gonna be judge, jury, and executioner. I don't know. Richie would have killed all of them.
0: He has a gun. I know. So does probably Mickey. We saw bodyguards with guns. Like
2: I know. I, I know. It don't make no exactly. Which is why, you know what, in the end, there's is why you need it, mom. You need it, mom. All right. Yeah. You need it, mom, to get her out. So they round
0: everybody up. In the middle, we're like, this is in real time. The club is still a club. Yeah. And and
2: they go, here's the worst offenders in the city of anything. Yeah. They round them up. And then there's some women sitting over by the bar girls and they are all willing to testify and they're toasting with champagne. They literally just like hold up their glasses and are like, yes, we will, which I thought was a very fun moment. Because they're like, we didn't get asked to be trafficked. (laughs) Exactly. They're like, we will testify. Okay. And then this moment that truly does save, it saves the character of Rachel for me. Rachel goes up to one of the cops and gives them the name and address of the dead woman whose body she burned so she could get away. And she's like, please let her family know. And I said, well, thank God they tried something because <laughs> I was like, because I'm still on the, fi- again, unless Rachel had Narcan, unless she had the ability to get paramedics there, it is highly likely the woman, we don't know. But we don't know. We don't see her take her pulse. We do see her run to her side. And I was like, are you going to do something? She runs to her side to go, oh, I'll burn this lady. Exactly. I was like, oof, oof. And she's like, yeah. I think. And then and Rachel being like, she was my miracle. I was like, that's cold comfort for her family in Colombia."
0: Her family is not going to like that. Okay, they're not. Okay. So then, you know how usually we cut forward?
2: Yeah, three months later, six months later. People are rebuilding.
0: Yes. No, we stay in real time. In the club, in that moment, that very night, and we see the employees that are going to testify, Rachel, Zoe, and Alcoholic Mom, dancing in a montage.
2: Y'all, everybody dancing in the club, including Vince. And I just said, W-U-T, what? What? Why is this where people... First of all, mom's an alcoholic. Get her out of there, okay? (laughs) Second of all, this is the scene of heinous crimes against women. Everybody get the hell out of there.
0: We have... Usually, at most, what do we have? Three or four people that die? This We're talking about probably upwards of 50 women whose lives have been ruined and or their death. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's also like, okay, you put these people away... Rachel, Zoe, go get a damn ice cream sundae and find Mama Treatment Center. That's how you can celebrate, okay? Go to Vince's sister's grave. Like, it deserves
0: a somber moment. I guess the most somber thing happening is that we don't hear club music over this dancing montage scene. We hear the music that was at the end of Lion King (laughs) when Pride Rock is restored to its original beauty. That is what's playing while they celebrate that they put these traffickers away.
2: But I'm going to tell you what really is my big problem. It is the fact that the lights are going in the club. The strobe lights yeah. are going. So they are dancing. And also, you got to remember, they're like the only people left in the club. It's not like anyone else is hanging out because the police have come. So like everyone kind of cleared out. And so it's just the seven of them being like, Let's party. <laughs> and I'm just like, I and, don't. and Percy's not even questioned.
0: Percy's there. And it's like, you don't think if you own the business where all of this human trafficking was happening, you'd be taken downtown to answer a few questions? Like, Percy's like, no, I'm staying here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I I didn't, I didn't know. It's like, what? So I think this might be the most bizarre ending of any Lifetime movie. It, it's the most really bizarre. Something. Like Mar Vista got a little tired, okay? I get the impression they just didn't have the time. It doesn't match the tone of the crimes that are committed. Exactly, exactly. And also just like you, the whole point, again, like part of wrapping it up and giving us that sense of closure is seeing people move past stuff and for them to be like at the scene of where all this stuff went down, just loose dancing I'm like, I don't get the sense that anybody's doing well. <laughs>
0: and, and like we didn't, we've never asked a lifetime to give us that jump forward in time. They just give it to us. And if ever a movie has genuinely needed it mm-hmm. as just a reset, yeah. it was this, and they said, no, we will not. We will have pride rock dancing scene. <laughs> it's it was a choice. It was a real choice. <laughs> Nightclub secrets. Nightclub it's, secrets.
2: Ugh. Wow, Dear Diary. What a world. What a world. Dear
0: Diary, all the sex trafficking info is in his little book. You know what? Quite
2: honestly, this is a good movie to end on because we are taking a quick break for this thing called Thanksgiving. So I think it was like we get a little weak, okay? We got to power down Mm -hmm. because this was a lot. We're
0: giving the jump forward.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) They didn't give it to us,
2: so we're giving it to ourselves. We have got to, okay? But guys, when we return, we are stepping into the holidays. And I mean that. We are covering the lifetime original film, Stepping Into the Holiday.
0: Okay, former Broadway star Billy Holiday. No relation. Returns to his interesting hometown for Christmas after being abruptly fired from the hit TV series Celebrity Dance Off. And while back home, Billy volunteers to help dance teacher Ray plan a holiday recital fundraiser where romance is on the marquee. Starring one of our favorite Lifetime honks, Mario Lopez and Jaina Kramer. So make sure you tune into the premiere of Steppin' Into the Holiday, November 25th at 8 p.m. only on Lifetime. Naomi, I just want to take this moment to tell you in the spirit of
2: Thanksgiving, I am thankful for you. That is the sweetest thing you could ever say, I'll tell you, Megan. I'm thankful for you. You told me where to get married. You told me my dress was pretty. You're out here reading books. I mean, (laughs) what? (laughs) no one can ask for a better co-host. And you know what else? We're thankful for you, the listeners. You guys give us a reason. You give us a reason for the season. So thank you. Keep listening. Tell your friends. And always, come on now, rate, review, subscribe, five stars, okay? I actually don't want any less than five stars. So if you want to give us a lower review because you have feedback, you can just like save that. Just save that. Yeah, like, just save that feedback. That's not where we need it. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm, Pile on lots of stuffing. Put the gravy on the whole plate. Absolutely.
0: That's my secret. That's my secret. All right, we'll see you in December.
2: (laughs) I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, That's my jam.
0: This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. This episode is produced by Aisha Jordan and Elizabeth Skadden.
2: With sound editing and mixing by the Podglomerate. Executive
0: produced by Jesse
2: Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the hosts, okay? <laughs>
0: I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits.
3: <laughs>